This week we've been going through the prayer process of A-R-R-R, which again is acknowledging. I'm acknowledging my thoughts, my feelings, desires as I spend time with Scripture, but also with other people. And then I'm relating that. I'm, I'm taking that, that light that's on me in that space, and I'm, I'm shining it onto God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and acknowledging what would his thoughts and feelings and desires be. And then I take time to receive. So A-R-R-R. And then the final one is to respond. And when we respond, what the Lord is looking for is not a robot response. Often when you and I are on autopilot, we're going through the motions, people say, how are you? I'm good. How was your day? Same, different pile. You know, you've heard it before, right? And the Lord is asking us to, to take a step back. Are you really acknowledging what's going on inside of you? Your thoughts, your feelings, desires, to be honest. Maybe I'm stressed. Maybe I'm thinking, if I'm a student, how can I make it through the first week of classes? I'm in a time of transition, which we're all in a time of transition. Am I really acknowledging my thoughts, my feelings, desires? Am I relating them to God? And am, I, am I receiving? But also, am I acknowledging the thoughts, the feelings, desires of other people? The last thing I think our world wants is more robotic responses. What the, Lord, what the, what the world needs, what the people of God need, are redeemed responses. What does a redeemed response look like when we encounter other people in their brokenness, when we encounter even God in our brokenness? It sounds exactly like our gospel reading today and also how St. Paul talks in his first letter to Timothy. Jesus asks a question to engage your thoughts, to engage your feelings, and to engage your desires. He says, quite simply, can a blind person guide a blind person? Will not both fall into a pit? What's Jesus saying? He's telling us, do not forget what your superiors have done for you, those who have modeled how to follow Jesus for you. And it's so easy to think that I'm, I'm, I'm fully trained. I'm a done muffin. I got all the work done. I don't, need more, I don't need more help. I don't need to be molded and refashioned. Because when I think like that, I'm a robot. But when I need, I'm aware that I'm in constant need of redemption, constant need of rejuvenation, constant need of restoration and recreation to be recreated in him. I come to realize that when I start noticing faults in others, that I see myself. I see my own brokenness. I realize how patient, how merciful the Lord has been with me. But if I'm quick to judge other people, I'm a robot. I'm not living out of the redemption that the Lord desires and continues to desire for me and you. And again, that, that looks like something, that sounds like something. And notice how Jesus, he doesn't say, don't remove the splinter in your brother's eye, right? We know that we all have faults. We all have things in us that are not redeemed yet. But what he's telling us, he says, first, remember what I have done for you. When I hear this scripture, you know, remove the wooden beam from your own eye. I know that if I had a beam in my eye, I, I would think of the beams of the cross. And I would think of if I have that in my eye, it's going to leave some damage. It's, it's going to hurt because my sins did that to him. My sins nailed him to the cross. He didn't ask for that. But nonetheless, what does he do? He forgives me. He forgives me. And he refashions me and he redeems me every time I turn to him. And then... What I do is I sound different. I don't sound like a robot. And redemption sounds like Paul 
talking to Timothy today in our first reading. Paul was Saul, right? So his old self, his robotic self, he's Saul. He's, he's judgmental. He's angry. He's looking to, to call out the faults in others instead of beating his own breast and realizing what the Lord has done for him. He sounds different because he's redeemed. He doesn't sound like a robot. Paul says, he says, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by command of God our Savior and of Christ Jesus our hope, he writes to Timothy. And he says, my true child in faith. Would you say that to somebody you encounter? My true child in faith, do I see myself in them? To know that we're all brothers and sisters in the Lord. We're all made in his image and likeness. Or do we go quick to judge? And usually when you and I judge, when we're, when we're acting out of our robotic, our going through the motions, act, act of self, when that happens, usually what happens is we are forgetting what the Lord has done for us. So one way of living out of redemption are the first words what St. Paul says next. He says, I am grateful. God cannot form an ungrateful heart. If you want to remain a robot, don't thank and praise him. But if you want your heart to be stretched and to receive the grace to be a saint, start with gratitude. And in that, you, you will learn, as St. Paul says, a redeemed response is, he considered me to be trustworthy with this message, this saving message that helps me see that that person and I are not so different who's sinning because I know where I was and where the Lord brought me. He says, I once was a blasphemer and a persecutor and an arrogant man. He's being humble. He's admitting who he was before he encountered Christ. But because of his encounter with Christ, he says, but I have been treated mercifully. That means I have been, I have been forgiven and forgiven and forgiven. The Lord never tires of forgiving me. And when you and I remember all those confessions, all of those different conferences, all of those people who have, who have entered into filling us and molding us and shaping us and helping us become saints, you remember that before that, how did we act? We acted, as St. Paul says, out of ignorance and unbelief. People who are ignorant and have little belief are quick to judge. But St. Paul says, indeed, the grace of our Lord has been abundant. If you and I take time to just thank and praise God, we will do what St. Paul says next. He says, along with the faith and love that are in Jesus Christ, we will remain in his grace and people will see that we're different and our world needs us not to be robotic in our responses, but to be redeemed in our responses. But sometimes it can feel overwhelming because I'm thinking of all these unredeemed areas of my life where I, I am like a robot, where I am in, in autopilot. But the best way to start as we continue to ask for St. Therese's intercession this year is what's one little area of your life that he wants to redeem right now? What's one little area of your life where you find yourself going into robot mode, where you find yourself calling out the problems of others, that he might just be saying, don't forget what I've done for you. And when you and I forget what the Lord has done for us and continues to do for us and hopes to do for us, we hurt other people and Jesus says, you hypocrite, which means you actor. You're in autopilot mode. You're in robot mode. And you get to receive redemption in the Eucharist in just a moment. 
But there's an exchange there. So when the priest says, pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to the Lord our God, that means you have to sacrifice something to receive something. There's got to be an act of the will, an exchange. And the word Eucharist, again, means thanksgiving. Maybe the Lord is just asking you and inviting you to be more grateful. One thing St. Therese would do with people she struggled with loving was she would think of 10 things in that person to thank and praise God for right away. And if she couldn't think of 10 things to thank and praise God for in that person right away, like straight away, she realized she didn't know them well enough yet and she needed to die herself to get to know them. Can a blind person guide a blind person? No. You will fall into a pit of hypocrisy. And, a, and you will hurt others in the process. But if you, if you live out of your redemption, you will lift others to a new life in Christ Jesus. And they will have the same hope that you have. And our hope is going to be on this altar in just a moment. So we'll start with one little thing and ask for the Lord to help us live in him and with him in all things so that we can live redeemed lives and not robotic lives. Amen.